We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Patrice Aline, also known as Iconic Cam, and this is my story. This episode is brought to you by the Loyalty Club, one of the hottest brands out where they keep their items limited and only for the loyal few. Check us out online at theloyaltyclub.us or if you're in the New Orleans area, you can check us out at our flagship store, 841 Fulton Street. You already know what time it is. Only for the loyal few club ties. Okay, so tell the world where you're from. I'm from New Orleans. I'm out the Nine Wall, Bywater, Downtown Baby, Seven Wall, Eight Wall. So just downtown, really. Downtown Baby. Downtown Baby. So growing up for you, tell the world, I'm like, actually... Like what school you went to, anything like that? So I went to actually the most fire middle school ever that's no longer in the city. I went to Gregory, so I'm a Gregory Gator. I went to high school at Easton. My elementary school is no longer here either. I went to Jones and the Seven Wall. And I went to college in BR. I went to LSU. I finished from LSU. So, you know, after LSU, getting out of LSU. So, actually, on what, on the career field, did you, I'm like, actually, I'm like jumping to. So I technically was going to school to be an eye doctor. So I was in optometry and doing this for like eight years, I say, eight years. And I changed my mind like my senior year. I, I fell in love with writing scripts and performance. So I changed my major. I dropped my, uh, my minor and I finished with communication. And then I had a concentration in performance art because that's what I fell in love with. I fell in love with being on stage, being in front of people, having a good time. So that kind of catapulted me into taking my modeling serious and doing some background acting and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, you know, the Cami, and I remember, <laughs> you were yes. working at Sex at a time. Yes. And you and actually purchased like the worst shoes that actually hit my feet forever, the damn Giuseppe's. <laughs> And you can't give it to me after work. <clears throat> but that's the, I, and I think that's the last time I saw you, and you just moved. Yeah. I so like, actually, what decide like? So it's what actually made you move. I'm like, move from actually. I'm like, move from actually. I'm like, out of New Orleans. So that was in like what 2000, maybe 15, 16. I was at Sex. I did Sex for like three years. I think I was um, doing a personal styling thing there. But I felt like I felt like I couldn't level myself up with that company. Like. As much as good I was doing, I was doing really well with the company. But, like, when it came time for me to, like, talk to the higher-ups, it was no opportunity for me to get to the point where I wanted to do. Because I wanted to be a stylist. Yeah, I wanted to grow. I wanted to make more money with the company. I didn't want to be just in a store. I wanted to be behind the scenes. I wanted to help with marketing. Um, At the time, social media was still, like, becoming popular. And I'm like, look, I got ideas. Y'all got an app now. You know, What's up? And my manager was cool, but it was the higher-ups. It was the general manager of the store. They wouldn't let me do my thing. So I was like, I don't have to stay here. Like, it was, you know, it was it was prejudice, I would say, because it wasn't a lot of black 
um, managers at the store at the time. They probably still don't have none at that store. Um, but I was like, you know what? I could take my talents elsewhere. I had started DJing at that time too, so I was already working on bourbon as a off. DJ. Yeah, <laughs> so I was I, I was already um I was working at the strip club. Um was it Deja Vu and somewhere else I was at. Um just DJing, just learning how to DJ at that time. And I had a partner that was like, Look, um, you know, if I if I connect with you on some shit and I get you hooked up with some people, you know, I get you a gig or whatever to um start doing like private events in the city. And you could just do that. Like, fuck, you know, fuck sex. And I was like, well, all right, fuck them. So um, I did that. I just decided to just cold turkey, just leave. Um, I was already doing, like, Girls Trip, I think, that year. I started doing more background acting, just signing up for that shit. Um, and I think, I think I left and went to, I'm trying to think, where did I go when I left New Orleans in 2016? I think I shot out to either New York again or I went to Dallas because it was like a real quick turnaround where I was either in New York or Dallas. And I was like, I'm leaving. Like, if it's nothing in the city for me to do, if this is like where I'm reaching the, the, the top, then I got to go. I got to go make some move somewhere else, you know, put myself out there. If this is if this is as high as I'm going to go in the city. So um, I definitely I shot out to Dallas um, and then I wound up having a baby. So it was like family, you know, like that come first any day. So my daughter really just made me stay in Texas. Like because at first it, that wasn't going to be my plan to stay in Texas. But, you know, you have a kid. Things change. A whole lot changed you had a baby. Yeah. Right? Like and that was a whole different. Way, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't just hop on a flight and pick up a, you know, a gig like I wanted to. I really had to, like, plan it out. You know, you got to get a babysitter, all that stuff. So being mommy and trying to be an entrepreneur is really, like, you have to have that that level of balance. That's how old is your baby now? She's five. She's going to be six in January, son. Like, she she in kindergarten. I'm not homeschooling her no more. Like, I really made some sacrifices for my baby. But um, I love it. I wouldn't change anything about it. I love being a mother. Um, I enjoy spending time with her. I, I love all that. Got you. So, you know. Uh-oh. Moving to Dallas. <laughs> yes, in Dallas. I'm in Dallas now. So, you know, I was scrolling out, scrolling down on, like, Twitter one day. Uh-oh. And I said, wait. <laughs> Camden, grown up. Yes. So, I don't know how to, you know, classify what you're doing on, on, okay. on your thing. So, I want you to kind of explain, actually, how you got into it. Uh-huh. How you just introduced to it. Okay. And, like, and, like. Actually, what's your goals moving forward with it? Okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm a put it real quick. So what happened was, is when I was in Dallas, I think um, 2018, after I had my daughter, you know, you get in your postpartum body, like your whole body changing. Going from like a skinny model that's wearing zero to now you in larges is a completely different shift for a woman. So I wasn't feeling myself. I wasn't doing no modeling. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass jobs after I had my daughter my body changed my mental was changed like everything your chemistry changed when you become a mom so for me it was like all right you know what can I do like it's no gigs out here in Dallas like what can I do to make money and then I still I'm at home with my daughter I'm breastfeeding so uh, a chick from 
um, Houston. Uh, her name Kayla G. Actually, Kayla G. Was the first one that I ever saw on, on OnlyFans, and the way she was uh, promoting herself, it wasn't just about like sex work. It was her just exclusive photo shoots and just stuff behind the scenes so i started off doing the same shit because i'm like look i got photo shoots that i haven't put out um you know i got a new photo shoot coming up i had a new uh photographer that was in dallas iced up iced up studio had just did a shoot with him and i'm like you know what i could put the stuff on now like um you know he could i just you know i just shot with him so i'm like let's run it back let's go do that right quick and once people saw that i was on there they were like well what is it people was nosy they like you know what this what it is so I'm online just putting anything on at this point because I'm like, you know, they just want to see what I see. They want to see. So everybody know I know how to shake my ass. Everybody know I know how to twerk. That was something that wasn't new. So I just was putting videos on there of me twerking at first. And then it started to gain like a larger audience of just different people and people making requests. And once I saw like how easy it was to like put them numbers together, I was like, you know what? I might as well just go ahead and keep doing this shit. So it's what, five years in now and doing the same thing. I'm a feature model on a website. It's called Cam Soda. Um, and my fans get to interact with me live. I get to do special requests, have fun on that bitch, DJ. I'm singing on there. Like just pretty much whatever because I've gained a fan base where I don't have to just do just sex work now. Now it's like I could shake my ass or I could have on a full clothed outfit and I could get paid to like just do whatever at this point. And so I'm having fun with this shit. But I've been funneling that money that I've been making from OnlyFans and from Cam Soda and from IG and all that stuff into my nonprofit. I actually started a nonprofit for women and children for mental health and postpartum depression. So people think that, you know, it's just one thing, but actually I've been funneling my money into something that's actually for the community and for women that have been through the same thing as me as a mother. And not a lot of people do that. And so I'm just like, I feel like it's something to be proud of and something that I know is going to grow and something that can leave a legacy. Although people will be like, oh, but you on you online naked. But it's like, yeah, it's like, that's the hustle. That's the grind. You know, I have the body. I have the confidence. I have the fan base. So why not? Why not use that leverage and put it into something else to build something else that I could actually move into for generations to come? So, you know. Hey, but I know you probably got, I'm like questioning with this and everything like that, you know, by you having a daughter, like, oh, yay. like you know, hey, but how was your response, like, you know, when, hey, but when some, I'm like, family members found out of different things, like, man, you know, you got a daughter, you know, you're doing this. It ruined relationships. I will say I lost friends. I lost um, contact with certain people. Certain people hated on me, changed on me, switched up on me. Excuse me. So you do have to have a level of confidence. I will say that you got to trust in your vision and where you're trying to go, not where you at. And so although I know it's plenty, but I'm like, it's plenty of women who started their careers off with stripping and in the clubs and you got to let niggas touch you. And it's different when you're online. Nobody's touching me and I get to move how I want to move. So I get to say if I want to collaborate with somebody or if today I don't feel like showing that left titty. Like, you know, like it's like I get to make those boss moves myself and I get to control how I move the money versus me being in a club and I got to pay the overhead. I got to tip out the DJ. And I already came from that world. Even though I was on the DJ side of it, I was still in that world. So I saw firsthand how, you know, women just be uncomfortable with men in the clubs. And it's not always a positive experience when you're dancing in the clubs. And then I never really had the confidence to hop on nobody pole either. Like, I just, that was never for me. Like, I like the twerk, but 
don't touch me. So I feel like with my daughter, it's like, I know when she gets to a certain age, she'll understand because I'm already installing those type of values in her to be confident no matter what and stand firm on what you're trying to do. And I'm making a sacrifice so that she don't have to later on in life. Like I'm building a generational wealth. I'm doing the things that my parents weren't doing and being more conscious of, yeah, this is your body, but where's your mental? Where's your spiritual? And then if you stack it for finance, that's the goal. And that, that you have to have an end goal out of it. Like, this is not going to be something that I'm going to be doing forever. I'm not going to have this body forever. So how am I going to maneuver into something that's past that? And that's why I'm at with it. Like, she going to be straight. Nice. So, you know, that's another thing, too, you know. And on your Twitter, you don't really show if you actually do. If, like, actually, I'm not collab with males and different things like that. People don't know. They don't know what I do. You really have to. And so you got to actually go. unsubscribe for to find that out. Huh? Yeah. You got to go. You got to go tap in to even know what's up. Or, and another thing, too, with the, the other site. So, I do have OF, right? I got a whole nother loyal fans. It's a couple of little. Um, websites that actually support sex workers and um, just women in that industry that's working online like that. So online workers, whatever you want to call it. But um, it's a whole nother side where I do live cam um, shows. So even with that in Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, if you in any of them states, you can't even see what I'm doing because y'all blocked. <laughs> so I wanted to yeah, make sure, like, right? yeah, y'all like, blocked. I wanted to make sure that, you know, if my family is trying to be nosy and they not paying no grip to come see me, they can't. So you got to you gotta know how to maneuver around that to you even like see what I got. You like a weird family but anyway, like, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> to go watch and I'm live. honest about it. Like, they, my people know. So it's like, once I had to talk with my people, my daddy, my brothers, my cousins, like, they already know what's up, and they respect it because hey, so they what's know. Your me. Oh Lord, my my Paul, <laughs> my Paul was like, "Why are you doing that? You got a degree, you know, you don't got to do that." And when I told him how much money I made, and I bought him some shit, he was like, "Actually, you know what, baby?" He was like, "If that's what you want to do, I'm like, son, <laughs> I'm making way more money than I have ever made when I used my degree. When I was working in New York, when I was in LA, whenever I was in these other cities, I'm like, I never was able to." When I was in New York, I was in L.A. when I was working in these cities. It's just crazy because it's like I never made the money that I was making online. And it's like when you make that kind of money and you don't even have to leave the house, it hit different. It hits so different when you making that money and you don't have to leave home. Right. It really do. It could become addictive, but you also got to be able to, to step outside of that and tap in with people and touch grass. So I have this question. <laughs> and so what's the most that you actually made in like one month? <sighs> All right, the most I made in one month, and it's not just from OnlyFans, it's just in general from doing it, the most I have made in one month was 30K. 30K. And the crazy part is... And like, I did that a couple right. of times. They don't have that many, like, dancers make 30K. Like, it's a Bruh. it's a, it's a big illusion. People think that, you know, a lot of these dancers you always really touch make your money. money. And you like, have your slow seasons. You, know, you have your slow like, seasons, But you got to pay, like, people don't know the... Know the ins and outs about strip clubs. You gotta you really, pay. You, you know, gotta. sometimes like you know, if the game changed so much, if you gotta tip the host, you gotta tip the mm-hmm. DJ, you gotta pay the club. Yep, you gotta you gotta pay them. The the, the longer you stay on a clock, the more money it is. So the more people come in and they get busy, you gotta tip out. And I learned this from having roommates that was dancers because I never danced because I'm just like I don't have the you know I don't have the the pole strength. I can't climb up nobody pole. I probably could climb on the ground and do a little one too, but. 
Yeah, no, I just, I never had that um, that confidence to really be in front of people and do that. So it was like, it was perfect for me because I already used to like being on live streams and Periscope and Twitter and stuff, like just going live with my fans. So it was easy once, you know, you move, especially after the pandemic. After the pandemic, that's really when it hit like, oh, this shit lit everybody at home. Not everybody got to work from home. I was already doing that shit. I was already running my OnlyFans. So it was easy to clock in that money. So have you ever like have you ever actually like, ran across someone that you grew up with who like man, man girl <laughs> hell yeah you know how many people I had somebody from a old boyfriend from middle school like one of my homegirls told him that I do it and he signed up like oh let me see what this shit about I'm like nigga you married now like son you you married you know why like, he might be reminiscing he probably hit <laughs> like man let me see what she working with. <laughs> And I, you know, this was a time I was still a virgin when I was fucking with him. So I'm like, the fact of you even like worrying about what I look like now, son, why? Like, why? Like, why? Like, you you tapping in, but you're not tapping in. And it's some niggas I went to LSU with that's definitely signed up on the. Oh, so you can see the people when they seriously. Some of them will let me know, like, you could be anonymous on that, but some of them will let me know, like, this such and such, uh, I saw you at da da da. And even, like, the most weird shit I ever heard on that was. My nephew, baby mama, la brother, or something. Like, too close to... And I'm like, son, why you on here? Like, what you doing on here? He subscribed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate the support, but come on, son. Like, we family on the slick. Like, that's weird. Yeah, he okay. He hanging off in the bathroom. <laughs> we give it off. Like, son, that's weird. That's weird. But it is what it is. And it's some people that sign up and they never, like, come check my page. They just keep their shit on auto and just make sure I get support, my little fee. Just supporting yeah, and showing people, love. You know, some people actually actually believe in, like, you know, like, even... If like even girls that's dancers, they just go hit girl. Yeah, that's like, how I am if too. I know, if I know dudes that don't even make it rain on girl, they just hand them the money. Facts. Like, yeah. like you don't even Take have it. to shake no ass for me. If it's if it's a friend that went to school with me, anything like that, maybe somebody I mentored back right. in the day. Like if I know they doing some shit, it's an easy look. Here you go, cause I already know what that life is about. I already know, you know, you gotta you got. Thirty bills. other girls that you gotta, you know, split with and shut a room with. It's and, hard. Yeah, it's not easy. That's not an easy hustle at all. And a crazy part is, hey, but I think I hung at so many strip clubs that, like, I told my girlfriend, I said, "Man, hey, but a girl butt naked don't like turn me on." No it more. don't. It's like it's like I gotta know we about to do something. It's like it's normal. Yeah. It's like so many girls walk past me naked, like in the room. They be like, "Damn, you don't even be can Like, no. talk about being an intimate. Like, I said, man, if it ain't mine, I ain't even worried about no more. And a lo- it's it's some niggas that's like that and respectable, and it's almost like they numb to it because they see it so yeah. much. Is you desensitized after a while? And it, online, it is a lot of nudity. Online is way more on Twitter than it is on Instagram now. Since and speaking they on that word, that, that that's also something that actually we learned here in New Orleans a lot. Like in small other cities, like. When people get killed, yep. so many people get killed, you just kind of make it, like, you it becomes normal. It, yeah, like, it it's so normal. normal that you don't even, you don't even blink an eye, like, but it's oh, not normal. okay. But it, it's really not. It's really like, not. Like, you go to Kansas somewhere, they probably have one yeah. murder in 10 years. Yeah. Like, in Dallas, it's a completely different scene out there. Yeah, like, I like Dallas. I love it. I love if Texas. They might fight, but, you know, it, 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 like, if someone get killed, everyone knew. Oh, yeah. But in New Orleans... Ten people might get killed today. You be like, dang. Yeah. All you can do is say, dang, and move on. Cause somebody might, somebody else you might know get killed the next day. It's sad because even with um just being here for this week, like being back yeah, home, my people were scared for me to go to the second line. And I'm like, this in the night wall. Like I'm from the night wall. I'm not scared to walk the night wall streets. Even though I haven't done that shit in years, I'm like, 
I already always just say my little grace. My ancestors is on this land. Like, this our blood here. So I'm like, you know, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. But I don't walk these streets yeah, thinking yeah, like that. Scared, yeah. yeah, I don't walk these streets thinking like that. Like, I don't keep that type of energy on me and that mentality of something might happen to me. I keep it. I'm home. This my people. This family. This this is my land. This is where my people from. So I don't have that type of mentality when I walk these streets. But absolutely a lot of stuff is desensitized now in 2023 going into 2024 but hopefully some shit shake up and change though because i really don't like that i don't i don't like that for my city bro <laughs> so a question for you are you single technically i am not married there's no ring on this finger i'm dating <laughs> <laughs> i'm dating but there is no significant person that's in my life right now other than my daughter so dating uh-huh um how is it like even trying to date a man when you when even when a man knows what your job title right now. So I would say that it takes a strong individual because like I said, I it has ruined relationships for me, right? So um I have I have had like my my ex fiance, you know, did videos with me before or somebody that I might like really trust like in that space. It's only been a few people that I have work with in that in that space so now i feel like in life where i am right now if a dude is trying to tell me that he want to collab with me and make videos with me i'm not fucking with that like i'm not going to um put myself in that space because i feel like where i'm at right now i want a man that's gonna step into my life or a person i'm not gonna say just man but i want my partner it's open to both yes i want my partner to step into it and be like I won't retire you and rehire you. Let's do something else. Let's invest that money that you made into something right. else. Put it into something else and not try right. to keep me there. Hey, like, put me on something new. Yeah, like let me step into a new space. I want to step into real estate. I want to step into um, the marijuana industry. I'm right there by Oklahoma where you can, I could go get a dispensary. I've been looking at right. land in Oklahoma for stuff like that. So it's like I want somebody that's going to take me out of where I'm at right now and level me up. Yeah. And if you're not offering you're that, the same level. yeah, if you're not offering that, I'm probably not interested. That's you probably not. It's probably gonna be like a little kiki. Uh, we might hang out, but you're not gonna stick around. Yeah, I like that because, like, you know, just if just a dude, you don't even know if he like really subscribed. So you know, so like a Never man, know. it's like kind of dealing with a with a girl that dance. You ought to make me go get a first night. Oh, yeah. You ought to make me go get a one night stand. Yeah, you think the you think that you think that uh, these girls that's popping cat and and doing cartwheels on the dick about to just do the same thing to you, but. It's different because it's work for us versus real life. So a lot of us don't even have um, the sex life that we want because it's work for us. Like yeah, it's the same. It's not the same. Well, I told a dude does he messed him up. I said, man, I said I think y'all might don't pay attention, but me having buku female cousin everything is not even knowing fully business, but we talk a lot. I told him girls don't even fuck ever do the same. They don't suck the same, no. dick the same. They love you. <laughs> it's like they don't they they change it At up uh, every time. At all. And I had this conversation with one of my homegirls. I literally was just saying this, that you get a different type of vagina when it's offered to you versus a nigga trying to force themselves on you. Your, your chemistry is different. Your mental is different. Your body is different when you actually want to give the pussy up versus a nigga trying to converse, con, con, you know, like, just converse you into like oh you know like hey you know sweet talk his way into the cat like no like let her offer it to you son it's a completely different experience when she wanted versus you want it so now she's trying to give it to you when she wanted she might do more than you need to get yeah you gonna get that water pump 
<laughs> that's what I tell people. I can settle down. I experienced some crazy shit. I remember, like, a girl, I didn't know she wanted me. Motherfucker just thought, give me head on crying. And I'm like, you don't never know. And, like, the person really like you, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a different it's a different level of chemistry and a different connection when they want you. So I'm like, I be, tell, I be trying to put my nephews on game, like, son, like. But dudes be tweaking. You know, dudes dig me hard, hard three up. times a day. Hard up. Just for no reason. So you just like, man. It's a mental thing. You really got to have discipline, son. Right. And I be, I literally, with some of my fans, I know people be thinking, oh, niggas be jacking all to you and da-da-da-da-da. But it's even times where I do different type of content, too. So I ain't even tap into that, but. On some shit, I have taught men how to do semen retention, where I'm teaching you how to use your semen for different things spiritually versus just giving your semen away because y'all really have the seeds that plant us. Like, y'all have that life inside of y'all that we need. So it's like some of y'all be wasting it and don't realize how valuable just your juices are. Like, that's what uh, we pre... pre oh, why am I getting jumbled up? Like, um, we, we procreate. That's what I was trying to say. We procreate... With that, and so it's just like, no, you can't just be giving it up, bro. You gotta be, learn how and, to. And just yeah, be without it, yeah. No, you gotta learn how to how to save it. Like that's that's the kingdom right there. That's how you build empires with that, bro. Right. So and speaking of that, it's funny because like, I'm 36 and oh, I just got my girl pregnant. She's three months. <gasps> Congratulations! And, but I stopped drinking mm. and, for Easter, so people's like, man, it probably had something to do with the alcohol. Absolutely. Was y'all trying before that, you say? Well, trying was having a second relationship. So yeah. it's like, whatever happened, happened. But, but it's like, know. I stopped drinking for Easter, and she got pregnant in September. And see, bruh, I be telling people that now, like, you never realize how much, like, stuff be clouding, you know? Like, alcohol right. could be just a barrier, like, a, a, it might be a small barrier, but... It's a barrier. Giving up something like that. Like, I, I fast every week. I fast every Saturday. I'm so, fast. just nothing. If I'm about to do a fast Monday, I'm going to do... See? And I'm, I'm going to do a water fast. Even that. And for three days. That detox change you up, though. That detox will change your life. Like, even if you only do it for three days, a week, two weeks, like, it changed your whole just body, your mental, your, your physical. So, I definitely believe that you taking a break from that shit, because all it is is sugar and poisoning. Really helped you plant your seed, bro. So that's a possibility. So, speaking on relationships and men uh -huh. and women and all this, but we ain't asked you this question. All right. What does loyalty mean to you? Uh, what does loyalty mean to me? So, loyalty to me is when you solid um, and... Uh, it's reciprocation without being asked, like just just collaborating with another person that you care about, you love. That's loyalty to me. When you can just give without expectation, and then you're able to be open and receive that same love from people. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. Shout out to your loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, since you said that, uh -oh. you know, and we inside the loyalty club, so we gonna be ah, a loyalty club team. That's fire. That's fire. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah. Uh, would you get the rock there during the weekend? Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> have that thing on. You feel me? I got to take a little picture with it, too. Make sure I get straight. Gotcha. So, for, like, the females watching this right now, uh-huh. what's your advice to them who, like, like, what's your advice to a female right now thinking about following your lead, you know? Probably one, it, it, it would probably want brand new mother. It would not meet ends, meet, like, it would want to make more money and they like, if they're afraid of other people talking about them because they want to, yeah. you know, start on the fans and different things like that. 
So whenever I have women, it's about your angle. Always have an angle because a lot of women go into sex work, and I'm saying sex work because that's ultimately what it is. No matter what area where you online or you in the clubs, that's still the same thing. You're using what you, when you do modeling, that's the same thing as, as sex work because you're using your sexual um, energy in your your actual gender to make money so it's the same thing so anybody tapped in that realm whenever you tap into that realm always have an angle because we use our beauty as our dollar right so that's your currency so you're not going to stay young forever so if you get in the game and you young stack your money save your money invest your money and you got to let them naysayers and people that's not really fucking with you push all that shit to the side and stay focused on your goals that's that's really it that's the best way to be um, because you are going to have people that's going to fuck with you. You're going to have people that's going to show your true colors. But if you got to make your money and do what you have to do to support yourself and those people are not going to pay your bills, fuck what they talking about. Get your bread, stack it, invest. That's the best advice I have to any women that's going to tap into that, that field. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us what's the craziest comment oh, or thing you saw. <laughs> On your OnlyFans, like, the craziest you know, like or something weird, like, man, why, why is this person doing this? <laughs> the so, it's weird, but it's not like crazy weird, right? Because I didn't have people like want to pay me to have like a nigga that I, I was with my fiance at the time, and he wanted to pay me to take a Plan B, like he wanted, he offered to pay for a Plan B for us, and I was like dead ass right now like how you just comfortable asking to pay for somebody else to you know like <laughs> you figure that out loud. I'll take that man. <laughs> and I'm just like you like they they but they'll do stuff like that but the weirdest thing I'll say that was random I had a client that wanted pictures of my armpits like he always wanted pictures of my armpits and videos of my armpits and I'm just like it's not and I don't kink shame right but it's some things I just don't do that's not in my wheelhouse but I'm like son you want a picture of my armpits like that's crazy to me. Hey, about all my body parts, <laughs> you want to picture my armpits. He wanted my armpits, and he used to like he used to pay top dollar for them them pictures and them videos though. And so what's top dollar for? Hey, before for a, a custom, armpit. so a custom video, let's see, a custom five minute video will run you anywhere from like nah, I say seventy five to one fifty, right? He used to pay two fifty for videos. Like he'll just send me hey, the so two fifty on five or something. No, I just used to have it in different angles. Like, if he, if I would have hair, he would be like, let your hair grow out. You he know, like going off on his interview when you see They got to be like, let your hair grow out. And then I have that too where, you know, men have kink where they want you to be hairy or they want you to be waxed or, um, my, well, I don't change my locks. Like, I've been having my locks since I've been doing it, but, um, no makeup. Like, I have some people that request no makeup. Or they just want, like, twerking videos of me. I get a lot of requests about my labooty. Because, you know, I, in this industry, I don't have a fake body. This all natural. And that's another thing. And it's a mommy body. It's a mom body. So, men like that. They they will pay you to see that real natural body. I know a lot of men don't really like BBLs. I don't like BBLs. Damn, for real? I don't, I don't like BBLs. Like, I, I've dealt with people with BBLs. I, some of that, some of the surgery don't be really, be right either. And see, I get that they be like, oh, it's organic. And so I started saying that too. Like I use that that term. I'd be like, organic booty, organic peach, because it is. I'm like, this all my mama, son. Like this straight, straight. Yeah, you like a bigger scene in on Whole Foods, organic <laughs> booty. <laughs> I might do that too. <laughs> well, you know, I just want my temperature cup for that. I, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. But um, anyways, so. 
What's next for you? What's next? So actually, um, this year I released my first single. Um, I'm doing the music. I'm tapping into music. You're singing or rapping? I'm doing both, but I'm writing. I'm writing. So I actually have been writing for other artists. And the genre that I'm tapping into is Afrobeat um, and R&B fusion. So I'm just, I'm working right now. Like I've been in, in the studios between three different cities, um, tapping in with producers, tapping in with artists that's in the city, that's that's in Africa, like just trying to make my little wave and doing that right now because I really want to just write. I want to be a songwriter. Like I'm not trying to be the next B, but you know, if that's well. You want your next source of income. Yeah, I'm like if that's if that's where it's at. Like I would really love a placement check to just write and be on HBO writing music for the next major series, the next Insecure, or oh, you ain't even worried about being on TV for yeah. Like I don't even have to, but you know, by me having that background already, I'm cool with being in front of the camera, but I'm also okay with being behind the camera because that's where I started off is writing and just performing and doing Man, all that. We gotta make a T-shirt for you. Yeah. What iconic, what iconic don't do. What iconic don't do. Yeah, and they gonna be like. And hey, I want my 10% once you put that on, my, on your t-shirts. Queen of all <laughs> trades. Yeah, all that good stuff. <laughs> yes, but I'm I'm really tapping into that right now. So that's where I'm at with it. I plan on just, you know, owning some property that I can actually have a physical wellness center and just community center for my nonprofit too. So those are the things that I'm doing. So real estate, music. That's why I'm going at it. That's why it's going. That's why it's leading to. So I got this question for you. Yeah. And before we leave out, right? Quick. All right. So you know, being only fans model and stuff like uh-huh. that, like, do you think that, I'm like threesomes are actually becoming like normal? <laughs> like you know, people are acting is like more normal than ever. Are threesomes becoming more normal? I'm not having more threesomes, so I would say no in my so personal life. I've had I've had way more threesomes before I started OnlyFans than when I started. I could count on. So let's bring it back to your first, very first threesome. How did that go? You know what? My very first threesome was with two girls. So uh, that was college. That was college, and I was in a relationship with another girl, and the other girl was my friend slash roommate and actually it might have been a foursome but anyway so it was a party it was a party for my significant other at the time and like it just we 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 was having a good time at the party and one thing led to another we all ended up in the same bed and I literally saw this same friend this weekend which is so funny and she told her partner that she's with now like this is the person who Broke my lesbian virginity type shit. And I'm like, son, like, don't tell her that. That's so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> but I, you know, I was into that. Like, I had a partner that I used to have threesomes with. And this was this one partner that I just was always with. I, that's what we did. And that's how we used to move. Like, that was something that we just incorporated. But I think ultimately, it was also the deciding factor of us not going the same way because it was just too much like interference in our relationship. Like we didn't have a solid foundation to be allowing other people into our bedroom. So I will say like, it's fun and all, but if you start doing it too much, like it'll mess up the the, the yeah. foundation of your relationship. If it's not strong, if y'all not solid, it'll, it'll mess it up. So, but it's, it's fun. So like, how did your threesome go when you did it with a guy? 
It was completely different. Like, it's different. Mm. And so you rather the girls. So it's not that I rather the girls, because I literally just said on Twitter today that I'm I'm overdue for a threesome. So I don't mind, but it's like, when it's a dude and a girl, if the girl not on the same level as you, not ter- in terms of just dealing with the man, but if she's not comfortable with also having sex with the woman, like she know what to do, it's, 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 it's I'm doing all the work. Like, right. and that's not a threesome. That's just me doing all the work. Like, if you only gave for play because of a dude, then it's not fun. Like, it can it can be boring real hey, fast. So the funnest threesome I know when I was outside back in the days. <laughs> it's fun, like, when you challenge, the, challenge each other during yeah. threesome. Like, like, say, you know, y'all have a threesome and, you know, the girl eating and you like, watch out, man, I'm going to show you how to really do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, all you know, you know, you just make sure the other person never bored. Like, you know? Absolutely. Somebody got to always be doing something. So if you sitting here watching me ride this nigga, you in your mind, especially if that's your, your you dude. You something do something. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, bro. Like, you better go sit on his face. You know, like, you got, like, when you in a threesome, some, somebody, it's all moving parts. You, you got to be coaching your girl if she doing something and you just sitting down. Nobody need to ever be just idle sitting down watching. You supposed to be putting in work. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're sitting down looking, then you go stuff in the motion and shit. Why are you doing that to her like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like a because girl. Because at the end of the day, like, women are going to be... Why got 3,000? Yeah. <laughs> the, the women are going to be in their mind already if they emotionally invested. So you got to make sure that you're not even stroking the girl that's the outsider. If it's your woman that you're doing a threesome with. Now, if it's two fees that you just... You know, hitting. So, like, but I'm different. saying, but why would you stroke that? Like, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta show out too, cause you gotta. You get, gotta show girl out. Go tell everybody, like, not more attention than your girl. So, whenever mm. you doing a threesome, if it's somebody that you already emotionally invested with, or you in a relationship with them, make sure that you giving them just as much as attention as the other person. Because if not, you gonna hear about that shit after the threesome. She gonna be like, so, so you really was, you really was stroking that bitch thirty times. Faster than you were stroking me, huh? All right, all right. Bet. Bet you won't get no, you sleeping on the sofa tonight. Like, you just get yourself in trouble. So make sure you please and everybody. Doing this. <laughs> you, you, you know. That's it. Well, guess what? I just got another job for you. Uh-oh. You can coach people that have threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to make some YouTube tutorials then. So no, they can... Just remember, you know, know the plug, know the Z, sit there for you. <laughs> Coaching them through threesomes. Yeah, and niggas need help, though, for sure. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, tell the world, like, what can they find you at on social media and everywhere? So everything is going to be Iconic Eileen. IconicEileen.club is my website. It'll take you to whatever you need to tap in with me from um, email to music to Twitter, IG, um, OnlyFans, Cam Soda, everything. So it's I-C-O-N-I-C-3-I-L-E-E-N.club. Just go to go to my IG, my Twitter. Well, my ex, nah, since it's not Twitter no more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can find me there. Fuck with me there. Support me there. Show me love. All that good stuff. And guys, I got a feeling her story is just starting. Oh, so like, and so we might have to fly to Dallas and, <laughs> and do part two. No facts. <laughs> and guess what? Part two gonna be more better exclusive because we're gonna do it live from what she does. Only fans. Uh oh. Oh, interview. It's about to be lit. <laughs> Whole different level, huh? It's about to be lit. Hey, but y'all be on the lookout for part two. Thank you. <laughs>